I'm Zoe Duff, and this is Don't Say Maybe. We all have dreams and plans for what we'd like to achieve in our lives. Frequently, life gets in the way, and we all find obstacles that slow us down or completely derail our hopes. We say, oh, maybe, someday, if things change. Some people don't see obstacles, they see challenges, and they find a way around, over, or through things that stop most of us. Today, let's reframe our self-isolation from something to endure to an opportunity. Don't say maybe to the plans and changes you wanted to make someday. Today is someday. In this episode, we are going to help you find resources and figure out who you would like to be. Throughout the past few weeks, as COVID-19 gained a more terrifying grip on our world, it has been amazing to see people rise to the challenge and use both compassion and innovation to make life feel supported for all of us. Creative ways of communicating, funding helps and bill credits, getting supplies to those who need them, getting people safely home, and keeping watch over each other. We are in this together and flatten the curve being important slogans everywhere. There are so many inspiring stories of deeds and recovery. I'm inspired every day by the compassion and work being done to overcome obstacles and keep us safe. There's never been a better time to find online resources to new adventures for cheap or free and expanding catalogs of available courses, videos, educational options, and creative solutions. Be careful not to let the news updates and social media chatter add to your fear. Fear can be very paralyzing. Take stock now of who you are and what your priorities are in life. Turn off the news and put a pause on that Netflix. Life can be a challenge at the best of times and more so when we are overwhelmed. Focus on the one thing you can do today that will be a step toward your passion. So what if you don't know what your passion is, or it involves activities that aren't socially distanced? You could start with my favorite self-assessment tool. Find something to write with and write on. Could be a blank word document, could be a paper bag in one of the kids' crayons, whatever is nearby. Then list in a column every noun that applies to you, every role you play in life. I usually have about 30, from woman and mother to poet and singer. List them all. Then beside them, note what you have done in that role in the last year. One word to remind yourself of the situation is fine. This is for you and no one else. Now when you're done that, look over the lists and notice where you have done very little and where you have exhausted yourself. A happy life has some balance to it. The necessary tasks often overwhelm the passions and pleasures. How do you feel about these lists? Are you putting a lot of time and energy into things that are necessary for other people, but not enough into the tasks related to those things that make your heart sing? Yes, we have to take care of others and support our families. However, we do need to acknowledge our passions and tend to our own needs to be able to assist and support other people. 
Another idea is to list 10 things you've always wanted to do or try, 10 people who inspire you and why, and finally 10 things you'd spend a lottery winning on. Have a look at those lists and determine which ones could be achievable if money, time, and skill set were not an issue. There is a television commercial that is a wonderful example of how to discover your passion or your goals. I think it's an Amazon ad. The father is first seen wearing a tutu and holding up a similar outfit for his daughter, who is now interested in soccer because she sees someone playing it. He sighs and goes to Amazon to purchase suitable equipment for that, and then a bicycle, and so on through several changes, all the while encouraging his daughter to try new things. We find her passion by exposure. She sees other kids doing various things. We find things that we like and are good at doing. The girl in the commercial experiences success and encouragement from dad. Very key in this commercial is that she has opportunity to try things as dad makes his Amazon purchases and there are lessons or teams to join. Another way that we find our passion is when our path is diverted by lack of materials and opportunity, or perhaps a virus pandemic. In those cases, we have to divert or modify our goals and sometimes discover a whole new passion and adventure. Your passions are valid, whether they match your source of income currently or not. As James Campbell said, follow your bliss. Find the thing that lights you up and makes you feel alive. Learn all you can about it Explore it as best you can in your isolation now and make serious plans to live a life that includes it whenever you can. The internet is a wonderful source of information and YouTube is my go-to for how do I do this? I've learned an amazing number of workaround solutions and techniques from YouTube videos. We live in an amazing time to re-evaluate re and grow. I'll put a list of books in the comments below that will help you explore your interests and make passion part of your job search. If you're laid off from a job that didn't really turn your crank anyway, you've just been given a gift. Find yourself a new adventure. Change your path. Create a new, new work experience. Most importantly, don't say maybe. Be true to yourself. Consider as you ponder, do you like it? Are you any good at it? Could you be with practice or some online coaching? Is it a career option, primary or secondary? Hobby only is equally valid though. What investment is required? Could that be done in stages? Are there free options? What is the potential payoff to you personally and to those whom you support emotional and financial payoffs. What one thing could you do today to answer these questions and follow your bliss? Joining me again today is Hyperlinks256, infamous streamer and all-round cutie pie, with whom I am currently self-isolated. So, yeah. So, so we're talking about... Uh, exploring your your passions and finding out what you're kind of want to do with yourself so how have uh 
your passions evolved over the years? Good grief, where do you want to start? You started really young, wanted to, wanted to fly planes, couldn't do that, you know? Classes, something about needing to be able to see to fly a plane. So I turned to hockey, turned to sports, because that's what the family was really into anyways, so it just was kind of a natural slide into things like that. And then it evolved, I got, I found out what a computer was when I was like 13 or 14 and just went from there. I did start with Pong, yes, I'm that old. I'm pretty sure you played Pong at some point. Little two-paddle, do-flicky. Yeah, I think I had a... ColecoVision? Com- Commodore 64 or something. Big 20, I had one of those for years. Yeah, I think I did. Until I fried it. I've always been uh, musical. It's <laughs> Music's been my passion. I learned to play piano when I was young. And I kind of pretend I can play the guitar and a few other... Make it till you make things. it. Things I did play clarinet and saxophone in high school. Yeah, not me. Music? No, sorry, can't carry a tune if you brought it to me on a plate. I also took singing lessons in my teen years. Yeah, me, nope, sorry. <laughs> I once worked as a singing bartender. That would have been entertaining to see. Yeah, it was fun. Um, and writing has always been a passion, too. My first novel, I was 12 years old, was published in the school library. I caught on to the only thing I that I would have liked to have done is start streaming sooner and got into this a little bit sooner. Yeah, you're having a lot of fun with it. Oh, it's a blast. Yeah. It, it, technically speaking, it's been difficult to work with what I started with, and you saw what I started with, and to build it up to where it is, it's not perfect. Is it going to get there? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, I did the same thing when I wanted to move writing into a professional thing. I uh, learned all the software and, and self-published and then and then uh, created a publishing company and now I'm publishing other people. Mm-hmm. And every time I turn around, I have to learn a new stupid software and a new process and get you on your toes. And it's a struggle to finance things like that mm-hmm. uh, as well. And so you go with the, the well, the free trial for today and then, then you buy a subscription here and there and mm-hmm. pull together all the stuff you need to, to yep. work on. And yep. it's more of a challenge to, to find the, the supports to do the work. Yeah. Than it is, yeah, for sure. Then it is to find the work most often. Work t- tends to come to my door and on its own. Um, how important is peer support and family feedback to pursuing these? these oh, it's, it's, it's important. You want feedback that you're getting somewhere. You, know, you want to know that, yeah, this is, this is cool. You're doing well. Keep it up. You need that somebody standing behind your back, tapping you on the back, going, yeah, this is good. Keep going. It's, or, dif- it's different, I suppose, if you have some form. Well, maybe not so, but if you have some form of uh, analytics that, that'll tell you, like you have your... How many, uh, how many uh, subscribers you have in that? Subscribers and followers, and although everybody says, and I've learned that that the numbers mean nothing. Don't focus on the numbers; they'll come. You seem to like it when you someone you know is now a subscriber, or yeah. is now, and gives you that personal the, the feedback. Somebody that you you know in your life outside of the computer stuff. 
or, or a peer or, or a peer or because a peer is huge with you when it becomes a subscriber yeah. yeah but i've got several now then there are people that i watch and subscribe now they're subscribing to me and watch sometimes it's a little awkward when you're both on at the same time yeah for me in in publishing it's it's sales mm -hmm. which can be a little dis daunting little disturbing sometimes yep and uh and you know and, and we do the face-to-face um in indigo or some other bookstore mm -hmm. and you know people come up and talk to you and you get a, a bit of feedback there but i really i like reviews i like people who have actually read the thing to tell me hey you know this part sucked but this part was really good or, or why or, did you do that to this character or, or have you not thought about another career or you know whatever mm -hmm. whatever kind of review or feedback you can get is always something yep. for sure um it's a you get uh tend to get married to your work and then a little disturbed when people don't like it but you have to learn to critique too so well yeah and and that's all good um i've but, submitted my stream to to different people that do nothing but reviews and the constructive criticism is always great sometimes you may not like what they have to say but if you sit back and listen to what they actually said they didn't actually say well it sucks but this is how you fix that, or this is what you might do to fix that. So yeah. there's your feedback. Yeah. You know, it may be may not be great feedback. It may not be good. It could be bad, but if it's constructive and helps you grow, why not? Yeah, I like those particular kind of feedback. And then, and also, I guess with if you were if your goal was sports or something, you'd be looking for feedback from coaches and peers as yep. well. Yep. So those are all important, and it's always important to that. That mom and dad like what you're doing. And, yep. And they say, uh, well, I don't understand it, but good for you. And yeah, I don't think my dad has a clue what I'm doing. <laughs> my brother does. He's actually one of my followers. He's on there. You know, he's the only one that is because he's the only one that's on a computer far enough to actually, you know, long enough when he gets away from work. Although being, although being in what they would class as an essential worker now, he's at work every day. So sometimes we have things like this pandemic that throw a monkey wrench into the works what um what other things have happened in your life that have sort of had you change paths wow change paths well how about getting cancer that'll do it to you That's it really makes you sit up and go whoa you have to think about your life at that point yeah. and go what what do i change how do i change to make this work what can I change to make it work? Makes you understand the shortage that human life is. and Oh, for sure. Let's quit. Quit doing that shit. Goofing around and let's well, get with the program. I gave up smoking when that happened. Yeah, I had a, uh, as you recall, I had a experience uh, a couple of years ago where I got pneumonia and I was really sick. And, really ugly. And uh, very nearly died. Mm -hmm. And when I came out of that and realized how close I'd been, I started counting the minutes to how long I have left and thought, geez, I got more projects than I have years left to live. I better get my butt in gear. So I really uh, started to uh, organize myself a bit better to get mm -hmm. things accomplished. And sometimes it takes a scare like that. It, it does. But sometimes you got to go, well, you know what? I could die tomorrow. Yeah. Right? You just keep going. So, so what if the health thing is like just i don't know getting old and you can't do the the sport thing anymore or you your uh your eyes are eyes are going and make it hard to read all the time mm, which i'm you, finding now that you need to do I, i'm finding that's a, a challenge 
what do you modify your goals um i don't know if you modify your goals but you modify how to reach the goal say it requires you taking longer to do something than a normal person would or i say normal but a healthier person in some cases or younger where somebody can do something that would take three hours you're going to take six you know, take your time, slow it down. You can always, some things can be delegated to yes, find yes. somebody else with younger eyeballs to yes. to read stuff for yeah. you. And, and Which is part of my problem. I'm looking at hiring eventually an editor. I'm getting to the point where I've got so much footage that I can't spend 12 hours editing when, you know, you got to sleep for five or six, you know, and you still have to have a life. That's the one thing I'm getting from all the top streamers is you got to find a way to have a life. You know, you might be an IT admin or doing this, but you got to find time to work life balance. Yeah, that you got to have it. That goes back to the balance I was talking about earlier in this yep. episode. That you need to to be good to yourself. You know, if it's if it's a skill thing, maybe you change your skill set or modify your skill set. Find a way to make it work for you. Find a way to reach that goal. Or use or or you can modify the goal. Modify the goal to reach within your skill set. Within your skill set, yeah. Or if you can improve your skill set, find a way, even even that works. Right. I mean, I've had to find a way to modify things in, in my life. Like, my health isn't that great. It isn't that bad. Could be better. But I have to do things slower. I'm getting older. Aren't we all? So you modify things, you know? See, I have to come upstairs because the office is upstairs to do streaming. I can't just run up the stairs. Good God, I need oxygen when I hit the top of the stairs. Yeah, true. I found a, we did a, a trip to Mexico. He didn't go, but I did. And uh, I was uh, very disturbed with myself that my uh, ability to walk around as much as I needed to mm-hmm. was just not there. And I thought, boy, I'm getting old and, and this is this is just total crap. And I want to go to, you know, Europe and all kinds of places. Um, Where you have to walk a lot. Yeah, and, and what the heck. So I thought, okay, so I need to, like, get get on a diet and a fitness routine and get organized and all this and then later in the week I went to the spa and had a massage Mm -hmm. and she massaged my legs and I could have tap danced up and down all those ramps after that that's all I needed was was the massage so I have to find a registered massage what what an excuse to have a massage eh wait you need an excuse oh you need need funding oh (laughs) well So yeah, in, so the, in the current climate, funding is not something a lot of people have. One uh, one has to uh, justify it. I mean, health insurance covers some of it and so on. But but when you kind of have to, I mean, I'm a kind of person that if I had 100 bucks, I would be buying groceries for one of my kids or, yeah. or, or something like that. I wouldn't be going to get a massage. So um, it was it was a special treat. But you know, in realized, better times, you might. I realized, though, even though it was a special treat, that it should not be. That taking care of myself mm-hmm. and my poor legs mm-hmm. was is is hugely valuable to how I can now be a part of my family's exactly life and stuff. Uh, that's why when they put oxygen masks on an airplane, they tell you to do yours first. Yeah, because you can't help somebody else if you're out cold. That's true. Right? You look at this whole thing with this pandemic. Look after yourself, then your family and friends. Because if you can't look after yourself, you can't help them. Now they're coming to help you. Yeah. So, uh, where were you 
when you were a kid, you said something about airplanes. Yeah, I wanted to be a pilot. I mean, dad's military, you're in the year-round aircraft all the time. And then I found out my vision was so bad that that's not happening. At that point, that's where I decided, you know what, maybe I want to play hockey. I remember practicing being a teacher as a kid. I had a chalkboard and little setup there and, and I would set all my stuffed toys and dolls around and I would teach them you know, math and numbers and whatever the heck I was learning at in kindergarten or grade one. And I always wanted to be a teacher, but I was a really bad teacher. I would get mad at them and give them Fs all the time and, <laughs> and stuff. So I don't know that that was a good thing. But uh, my other mother thing was I wanted to be an archaeologist. Won't get dirty. Well, there's that, but I, history is so fascinating oh, to me. Oh, yeah, one of my best subjects but, in school. That's one thing that I just love is is history and and why people do the things they do to each other. So that's more sociology. But but um, between the two, I would have liked to have pursued that in my scholastic career. But again, funding was an issue. Yeah. And when yeah, I, funding is a problem everywhere. And I pulled together. I pulled together what I needed to in pieces over the years and stuff. So it was a bit of a challenge, but. It was doable, <laughs> um, but I still not something I do for a living. Although my study of languages has helped in my day job quite a bit, so you never know where these skills can can you know work for you and so on. <laughs> uh, so what's this other question? What sw- what situations diverted your path? And looking back, was that a positive thing? Hmm. That's a hard question. I looked at that earlier when you gave it to me and go, hmm. Well, obviously there was there was the cancer diagnosis and all that other stuff was kind of diverted the way I was going, which was probably into a grave. Um, and was it helpful? Of course. It woke me the hell up. Yeah, I had um, a marriage breakdown yep. that caused me to move from Ontario to BC. And uh, that was absolutely life-changing. The best decision I ever made. Like. Yep. So my life is so different than I, well, I may well be dead if I'd have stayed with, yeah. that, with that particular person, but, but, um, just my goal, my approach in life, the, the opportunities were different. Um, I think that I was, uh, definitely a better parent cause I could focus on them and not focus on being afraid all the time. And, and, uh, I was allowed to be who I am, not who my former partner felt I should be. Mm-hmm. And so some of those things, um, if you choose to make changes in those areas, um, it can be pretty scary. Yep. But it's, um, for me, it was the, like I said, the best decision I ever made was to make that change and, and come out here. And what would, I, what would you change if you could change anything? I'm not sure if I, I'm kind of liking where I went after things all went to hell in a handbasket. I liked, I enjoyed getting back to work, getting back into computer work. I found that's where my fingers did the most, best work. And then picking up playing hockey again after 20 years was, yeah, it's a bit rough the first game. We've all seen the Zamboni picture where I'm laying flat out on the ice being a human Zamboni. <laughs> but it's a, it's a distraction from whatever work I am doing. 
You know, if I'm worth sitting here, I could sit here for hours, except this chair won't let me. You know, it's not a 24-hour rated chair, that's for sure. But I would sit here for, for hours if I could and just do things. Eventually, you got to, you know, stop, push away and go see outside. For me, it's transferable skills. I have a, a knack for research. I have a, a mind for trivia. I can <clears> remember minute details and pull them together so commonly saying useless trivial shit how do you remember it all yeah i remember stuff and i and i pull pull things together and 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 i want to be a private detective like <laughs> i'm really good at it and it's really it, it's helpful in the, the first career i had in um in my current iteration <laughs> day job area was uh, research and and I was the best on the team because I just have a knack and um, dog with a bone. I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't change that. I probably would have. I think I would have acknowledged my skills way sooner. It took me till I was forty. A lot of people don't. No, I know, but it took me till I was forty to be comfortable in my body and and um, appreciate that. Um, Big girls are good girls too, you know, mm -hmm. and where we where we deserve respect and and love and all that stuff. It took me a long time to get that fact, and it took me a long time to understand that that uh, I do have those skills and I am good at those things. You have and to when you're good, you have to show it, but a lot of people won't. No, I know, and to understand your own value. Yeah, that's that's a huge thing that yep. unfortunately comes with age. And it would yeah. be nice I would, if I could go back and talk to myself at 20. I'd and say, myself, hey, dumbass, do this. I would. I would say, hey, you uh, you have, you're good at that. Do yep. that. Yep. Never mind what the hell he says. Just do, the, do this. Just do it. You're just good at it. Trust here. me. Do this now. You can. However, if you did that, would your life change to where you are now? Would yeah. it have gone a different direction? Yeah. Sometimes you can look back on your life and you can see all this stupid things. No, I do it all the time. And think, what a dumbass. And you, but they, if you changed it at that point, which way would your life go? Oh yeah, but I'm the product of all my scars. That's right. We learn from our own mistakes. And who eventually. I am, and who I am, and who I, I um, can be in the future is based on who I was. And yeah. so I can't mourn any. <laughs> they say of you that. are what you're made of, right? Yeah, I can't mourn any of that. I had to learn those lessons the hard way. Yeah, you've learned them, and you move on. Don't look back on it. Absolutely. So, what else are we going to say to these poor people listening about... That are stuck at home listening to us? Yeah. You know what? People have goals. They have goals they wanted to get to. And this pandemic has kind of put those on hold. But really has it? Well, I don't know. If your goal is to get the hell out of bed, get dressed and have a shower and all that... Do it. That's a goal. Yeah, that's it. Let's start with that one. Yeah, I could use a shower today. I mean, it doesn't have to be, I want to be a rocket scientist tomorrow. It can be just one day at a time, one thing at a time that that makes today a good day. Yep. You know, they say take it one day at a time and they're, they mean it. You can't look too far ahead or too far back. If you look behind you, you're going to get stuck there. Yeah. And that's really all we can do. And there's so much, it's so hard to have no control. And, and we're people that like to have control over. Yeah, and right now we don't things. have control. And we don't. So pick the thing you do have control over and work with that. Get up out of bed, get dressed, go have a shower. Yeah. Go into your office here and go to work. Yeah, I guess. 
Because most of us are working from home now. Or clean out the junk drawer in the kitchen. Make room in the office so you can work from home. Do do something like that. You know, that storeroom that's supposed to be the office that has four mattresses, five bookshelves, and all kinds of crap in it that you haven't haven't needed for 30 years. Get it out of there. Office and den in a house are just codes for storage. Junk room. Junk room. Yep, absolutely. And look at the junk we have in here. I mean, you're sitting next to two computers standing on top of each other. <laughs> yeah, sandwiched in a little spot. So you, do what you can do with what you have. For sure. But there's nothing to say that you can't dream. Mm-hmm. Because the minute you dream and you put it down on paper, this is what I want, it starts to happen. Mm-hmm. One of the books that on my list that I'm going to post is Excuse Me, Your Life is Waiting. And it's a really, really good book to read to get yourself focused on on the positive outcomes and and planning. Making your life making life changes that you want happen. Yep. Alrighty, buddy. In case your passion is reading and your goal is to read more, Philadelphia Publishing is offering a special purchase for Don't Say Maybe listeners. Any ebook is free. Enter the code E F R E E and any soft cover edition is 35% off the online price with free shipping. Enter code D S M R O X. Don't say maybe rocks, cause we do. Go to philidathbooks.com, that's F-I-L-I-D-H-B-O-O-K-S dot com backslash shopping for, for your purchases. We'll close today with a round of applause for our first responders, healthcare workers, and all the essential service workers keeping us fed and safe. May you feel appreciated and may you stay healthy. Thanks to our guest, Hyperlinks256, whose stream can be found on Twitch, Discord, and YouTube. A nod to our sponsor, Philadelph Publishing, and a shout out to our podcast production team at Ponies Tech Corral. Special thanks to you, our amazing listeners. Keep sharing, listening, and commenting. If you have someone who inspires you, let us know at zoe at don'tsaymaybe.com that's z-o-e at don'tsaymaybe all one word dot com and we'll ask them to chat with us in future episodes until next time I'm Zoe Duff and don't say maybe <laughs>